1: Hey everybody, thank you so much once again for tuning in. It's Winnie Sun, your host for the Renegade Millionaire Show. Super excited to be here with you. We are in beautiful Southern California. It is a steamy, steamy day. Had a little bit of traffic coming in, but now we are excited to get started. As you know, I'm financial advisor, managing partner at Sun Group Wealth Partners. and I'm here to share some fun stories with you. Take a moment if you have some time to follow me on Twitter. I'm really active there. And also, you can see my latest posts on Forbes.com. And with that, bookmark the show because we're going to get started. I thought I'd share a little bit of information with you today on singers, songwriters, and all that we love in the music world. Did you know that when your song appears in a movie, a TV show, video game, or even a commercial, The publisher or record label makes a deal, and the writer gets a really, you know, certainly sometimes quite a large sum of licensing royalties. Massive hits like Rolling in the Deep or Poker Face have made as much as $500,000 per year in just radio royalties. Spotify, YouTube, Rhapsody, and these other things, things are going to change rather quickly, and I can see the numbers rolling into millions. And with that, I'm really excited to introduce to you our guest. So Bonnie McKee is in the studio. Oh my goodness. I've seen her on the calendar for the last couple weeks. i was just being giddy excited. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. The best day to have you too, right? Yeah. Oh my (laughs) gosh. We were just so... Okay. You need to tell our audience why today is the best day to have you here.
0: Well, my EP came out today on Mm -hmm. iTunes and um, I've just been watching it on the pop chart and it's number 27. And that's all independent with no radio, no nothing. No marketing, no nothing. Yep, that's just like pure fandom so i'm really grateful to my fans for all of the support and um yeah i'm just i it's exceeded my expectations already so
1: Wow, incredible. <laughs> That's huge. 27 is probably moving up even faster as we speak. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I certainly am going to buy one. I'm sure those of you who are listening are going to buy one, and I encourage you to do so because she is one incredible lady. Thank so you. let's kind of go through. I mean, I uh, bear with me, everybody, but I wanted to read a little bit about um, Bonnie's bio, if those of you who are not that familiar with her. Um, she is quite remarkable. In fact, she was born in Vacaville, California, right? <laughs> yeah. That's Isn't right. that like the Jelly Belly Factory? Yes. We used to go there for field trips when I was a kid. <laughs> I love that place. That's Me where too. He, that's, that's awesome. Well, obviously, they, you know, the sweetest people must come from Vacaville, right? <laughs> and then so then you were raised in Seattle. hmm and you studied, you studied classical piano mm-hmm. and became a member of the Seattle Girls Choir at age 12. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Oh, actually, yeah, I started at like eight, actually, with oh, the really? choir stuff. Yeah, I, um, I started playing piano in like first grade, and my, my parents got me really involved in music early on. Um, cause I was parents. Just, it's all I wanted to do. <laughs> really? Did you just walk around the house and sing? Yes, and I would watch Madonna on MTV and Michael Jackson, and I would dance around, and I was just like, I want to do that one day. I'm going to do that.
1: That's incredible! At such a young age, you had focus already. Yeah,
0: always. It was. It's always been understood in the household that like Bonnie's going to be a singer when she grows up. That was just everyone knew it. It was just a fact.
1: Well, that's pretty awesome that your parents supported it.
0: Yes, I'm a really lucky girl. Yeah.
1: So they and they encouraged you. So you start singing, and so let's talk about that. I mean, so you briefly attended the Bush School. Uh-huh. So what is the Bush mm-hmm. School?
0: Uh, huh. um, Bush is a private school that I was promptly kicked out of. Um, <laughs> I didn't even finish my ninth grade year there. Um, I was in all kinds of trouble, and they had had enough of me, and they let me go before I could even finish my freshman year. So,
1: Well, you know, they're lost. Obviously, you end up doing great <laughs> things afterwards, right? I, I turned out kept, all right. Yeah, no, you turned out just fine. <laughs> so eight, by age 15, you were writing songs and performing in this yellow area already? hmm yeah. What, what kind of songs did you write? Well, I started writing songs when I was about 11
0: or 12. And um, actually, my mom was friends with Jonathan Poneman, who, is, who ran Sub Pop and signed Nirvana and all that stuff, all the Seattle stuff. And um, I gave him a demo of songs that I had sung, just covers, like you know Fiona Apple and Carole King, all my heroes. And he said, that's great. You can sing, but can you write? And I took that as a challenge, and I went home and I wrote a song immediately. And um, I
1: just have been writing ever since. So, uh, That's yeah. incredible. And so, since that time, she's written nine number one songs. It's actually a 10. Now. It's ten now. I just got ten last year. Uh, well, my apologies. <laughs> Obviously, my producer dropped the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I made well, it into the double digits. Woo-hoo. I'm gonna be okay. I know, incredible. <laughs> and they're not small songs, by the way. We're talking ten number ones for the likes of Katy Perry, Keisha, Carly Rae, Kelly Clarkson, Britney Spears, and of course, the most important, Bonnie McKee. Oh, thank right, you. <laughs> yeah. So you make them sound good.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I I do what I can. I mean they're all super talented artists to begin with and mm-hmm. I just come in and kind of
1: pull it out of them, you know. So they're my muses. And what I'm really excited to learn about you is not only were you signed at a record label for at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah. Um, well, I made a demo of the songs that I had written in my little challenge when I was a teenager and um, shopped it around, and I got a record deal when I was 16 and moved to L.A. by myself. And um, I recorded a whole album and did a whole tour and did the whole thing. And, you know, it was classic kind of Hollywood story where, you know, everyone treated me wrong and everything fell apart and I learned all my lessons and then I kind of had to start from zero again. And then when I got dropped, I I just started, I put my head down and I just kept writing and writing and writing and honing my craft. And then um, I signed a a publishing deal with Pulse Recordings who have been my family since day one. And then that led to a deal with Dr. Luke and Katy Perry and I were already friends and we just kind of, I don't know, it was like a magic collaboration. We're kind of the dream team. (laughs) <laughs> wow,
1: that's incredible. And, you know, when you speak, I can hear the song voice. Oh, already, oh, thank you. You know, so we're going to we're going to ask you to do something for us later. We'll have to, ask you to sing a couple lines. All right. Just to sure. tease. <laughs> um, but so let's talk about your influences. So you talked about Madonna. Mm-hmm. You've, I've read that you talk about Cher. Mm-hmm. So talk about is this where you I mean, how are they impactful in your young career?
0: Some of my earliest memories are of MTV. Like, I—my I, I my last single was called American Girl, and one of the lines was, I was raised by a television— And no offense to mom and dad, but I I do feel like I learned so much about life from pop culture. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember the Madonna Express Yourself video where she's crawling on the ground and she's lapping up milk and there's lightning and cats. And it was just so sexy and so mysterious and exciting. And I just knew that that was what I wanted to do. And I also was obsessed with Michael Jackson. I still am, RIP. I'll never recover (laughs) from losing MJ. (laughs) Um, And also I loved – I loved Guns N' Roses, and I remember the Welcome to the Jungle video was a big one for me, and, like, seeing him with the duct tape on his mouth, and I was like, why does this make me feel something weird? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, it really shaped me as an
1: artist and as a human being, I think. And you've named people that have not only been incredibly talented in terms of music, but really smart as it pertains to music business Mm -hmm. and showmanship. Mm -hmm. So would you say, like, I mean, obviously a lot of people out there can sing. We've Mm -hmm. seen the shows like American Idol, Mm -hmm. but very few have done what you have done. I mean, people dream of writing one top hit Mm -hmm. song, but you've done 10. Yes pretty remarkable. I mean, how you're you're how old right now? I'm 31. I mean, you're so young to do so much at such a young age. Thank you. So where where does this come from? Where do you... I mean, I've heard that you've been called like the, the female for all. Like you're so oh. talented. <laughs> we'll wow. write music. That's so sweet. I've never heard that before.
0: <laughs> That's quite a compliment. Thank you. Um, well, I was lucky enough to study under... Literally the best songwriters in the world. I worked really closely with Max Martin, who is the number two songwriter in the world in history behind George Martin. So um, I studied under him and Dr. Luke, and they taught me so much about um, kind of the, the mathematics behind a hit song. You know, there is a formula, which doesn't mean that it doesn't have heart. It just means that there's like a way that the human brain brain reacts to music and there are certain things that work. And if you know those little tricks, then you can kind of apply any story on top of it
1: and it'll it'll work. How interesting. So it's kind of a scientific formula. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. How interesting. So how long did you work under these grades? Um Well, I still
0: am lucky enough to work with them today. Um, but I, I signed with Dr. Luke in, uh, I guess it was maybe six years ago mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went from you know, all of my songwriting being just self-taught and kind of sitting at the piano myself and figuring it out. Um, and then I worked with uh, Josh Abraham, who taught me a lot. He was a big producer as well. And I, I kind of got into songwriting game, which I didn't even know existed. I right. didn't realize there was, like, a whole community of people behind the scenes that kind of give the voices to these artists. Makes
1: sense, though.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so, um, yeah, so I was lucky enough to study under these incredible people. And now I'm trying to pass that on to some of my young writer friends. And I'm signing people now. and Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, like, the gift that keeps on giving. Wow, so you, you now teach younger songwriters. I mean yeah, I have I have some little proteges around. <laughs> and um I don't know it's it's really inspiring also to see like the next crop of songwriters come up mm-hmm. and like, you know, I I met Megan Trainer, we have the same manager and she came up to me and was like, you were my idol. Like, I was listening to your songs when I was in middle school or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so old. I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is that possible? Um, but it's just really amazing to hear these these newer artists uh, and hearing that they were influenced by my work. It, it means everything to me. That's why I do what I do.
1: I mean, your songs are iconic. Some of the songs, if you're not familiar, are California Girls, mm-hmm. right? Teenage Dream, mm-hmm. Last Friday Night, TGIF. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are huge blockbusters that everybody sings to. Or I see they're bobbing their head in their cars to. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel when a song plays on the radio and it's something that you wrote? It never gets old. Um, it's, and it's
0: kind of a fun, like secret identity, you know, like I'll be at the grocery store and like roar will come on and like, I look around and like, I'd see people singing along to it or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I got a secret, you know, and I know that I was a part of that. Um, so it never gets old and, you know, I really just do it for the people. I just want to make people happy. I want to make people feel good. That's why
1: I do it. That's incredible. So you do this out of passion and love. That's Absolutely. Yes. So let me ask you this. I mean, you write songs for other people and mm-hmm. you've been hugely successful. You've also produced your own album. So now you today, you've launched your new your, your album. Mm-hmm. So do you want to do both or is one closer to your heart than the other?
0: I'll always be an artist first. Um, that's where I started. And I love being on stage. And as much as I do love writing songs for other people, there's something that, you, you can't compare to, you just can't compare to being on stage and having your voice be the one that's touching people and moving people. And, you know, when I talk to the fans online and when I meet them in person and they tell me that I've helped them through something or made them happy at all, that's really why I do this because I know that music saved my life when I was going through a dark time and I went through a dark time, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. And without music, I don't know that I would have made it, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's something really special about that. And I feel like when I'm performing on stage that I'm closest to God. That's, it's transcendent for me. Um, However, I love writing songs for other people and I'm full of songs that aren't for me. So I might as well t- capitalize on that, you know, and just get them out there and, and let someone else enjoy them, you know.
1: That makes you a smart businesswoman. woman. It's <laughs> called, what we call in our industry diversification. <laughs> that <laughs> makes, you know, it's it's wonderful. Actually, a, a good friend of mine, Randy Jackson, um, when we, we talked to him recently, he mm-hmm. said, you know, it's like you need to know where your talents are. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone says you are really funny, you should be a comedian then you're a comedian, even though you like dark dramas. Right, You know, yeah. know mm-hmm. where your strengths are. And obviously, you have multiple strengths. Oh, thank you. And it's great, because at 31 years old, you've identified not only one strength, but multiple strengths, which is huge. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, you know, I'm, it's definitely, the songwriting has um, gotten me where I am. And uh, I think it's hard for me to kind of break out and be an artist, you know, because I've, I'm people see me as a songwriter, and sometimes that's a difficult transition. Um, but... You know, fail or fly, whether or not this EP does anything or works or not. It's already doing something. Well, thank you. (laughs) But, you know, if if it doesn't do, I feel like people's expectations of me are so astronomical because of all of the number ones that I've had on other artists. It's like, okay, well, where's your roar? Where's your Teenage Dream? Where's your dynamite? And, like, I just have to remember why I do this. And it's just because I love it. I just, I'm an artist. I love to be on stage. I love to connect with people. And I have to remember that it's not always about winning. It's about quality
1: of life. And just being happy with what I do and doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Now, this 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 maturity that you're talking about, um, let me ask you this. Because I felt like when I went from 20 to 30, mm-hmm. it all of a sudden, like, I, I became, like, more zen. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's happened to you? Absolutely, yeah. I used to really
0: trip about getting older. Like, especially being a, a pop singer and, you know, with all the pop tart stuff that happens. Um, but when I turned 30, I really just... It was, it was empowering. I really felt like I'm a grown-ass woman, and nobody can tell me what to do. Like, I have a great track record. I've, I'm self-built. I came from nothing, and, you know, I've earned my place here. And throughout my 20s, I think I really struggled with that and was just like, oh, well, this person says that I should mm-hmm. be like this, and this person says that, mm-hmm. and I can kind of be my own boss now, and I
1: love it. <laughs> Is that part of the reason? I noticed also that you've, you basically run your own label now.
0: I mean I'm I put out this EP independently, so'm i yeah,
1: um, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm my own boss. <laughs> it was well, great. Nice. yeah, You're the first hand in the candy bowl, yeah. right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So, how was that? That it must have been a different experience for you. This this album then is extremely personal. This is like like this is like when I interview chefs, they said, you know, when you don't know when I when I put that plate in front of you, mm-hmm. that's my heart on yeah. a plate, and yeah. I hope that you enjoy that. So, I imagine the f- same can be said about you. Absolutely. When you create your EP mm-hmm. and the album goes up on iTunes, and you're probably just watching and seeing who buys it, but not even that, who buys it, what ratings they are giving you, right? Yeah because mm-hmm. you want them to be happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um
0: yeah, it's been it's been very fulfilling doing it myself. And you know, I've I've had two major record label deals in my career and um and it can be great and I may have another one one day, but I just really needed to do this on my own just to f- finally get something out because for so long it was like people recognize that I'm talented, they recognize that I that they can make money off of me but everyone's like waiting for my thriller and I'm just like if we this wait your thriller. yeah I'm, well <laughs> I don't know but if, if we wait for my thriller forever then it might not ever come out you know so might as well try exactly so I just was like I just need to get the ball rolling I just want to get something to my fans you know they've been waiting for so long and mm-hmm. I just wanted to get something out and, and let it and let it grow organically you know mm-hmm. so I'm really happy to be able to do that
1: without the red tape of a label yeah it must feel good and this is the time to do it because now in the world of youtube and Spotify, all these great venues where you can do your own thing Mm -hmm. nobody said you had to be with the traditional label right Mm -hmm. this is the this is the beauty of the internet (laughs) thank you google right (laughs) seriously (laughs) that is awesome well let's talk about i mean i want to talk about your musical aspirations your talk about Touring and traveling at such a young age, I mean, that's not an easy thing to balance with everything else you've got going Mm -hmm. on. I love touring. It's my favorite thing.
0: I have an all-girl band, so it's like a slumber party every night on the bus, (laughs) and uh, we're doing kind of a runaways sort of a thing. And um, it's my favorite thing. It's it's cool because— believe it or not it sounds like it's so crazy but like it's the most structured that my life will ever be because I I wake up and I do the same thing every day Mm -hmm. but I get to be in a different city and have a different experience every day so it's not monotonous but it's structure and I I really like it (laughs) because in my life everything is different every day I never know what's coming tomorrow or you know what my schedule is going to be and that can sometimes be really hectic and it's Mm -hmm. also like when you're in the studio you it's you never leave. Like I just, I have no life, you know. So it's nice to be able to be like, okay, today my responsibilities are: I get up, I go to a radio station, I sing a song, I play a show that night, and then, I, and then I'm done, you know. And I can relax and enjoy myself. And when it comes to writing and being in the studio, it's like a full time job. Yeah, and my so friends you need are a just break. like, yeah, my friends are just like, are we friends still? <laughs> are you okay? I'm like, no, Just don't worry about it. It'll, it'll all make sense
1: soon. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. When do you start touring for this album?
0: I don't know. Um, you know, we just are kind of taking it one opportunity at a time, and. Um I'm hoping to do a tour this summer, but it's one of those things where you have to be invited, you know, so I don't really have control okay, over people, it. Okay, people, you need to start <laughs> inviting because
1: this girl is already, like, on the charts. So, yeah, so this is your open invitation to invite her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm kind of, like, pulling away the curtain a little bit on that, and I'm supposed to be like, well, there are plans in the works, but I'm just like, I don't know. I'm you just, just I'm, pu- I'm throwing it out there, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm just happy to, to be an artist, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> absolutely. This is incredible. I mean, there's so much that you've got going on i mean this is what i think people love they, they love the honesty because you know when you're when you're someone listening to you sing they think oh bonnie mckee's got everything planned out everything <laughs> yeah, laid <right>. out <laughs> <laughs> but i think at least, at least for me these are things that we didn't know that went, went behind the scenes mm-hmm. so you're excited that this album is going on mm-hmm. and we're now hoping that people start to invite which they will and everything will kind of get planned out and mm-hmm. formulated as we go on bit yeah. by bit, right? Yeah, and
0: it's like new opportunities coming every day. Like, I just got a huge sync on uh, Fox Sports with the Women's World Cup. Wow. And so they're using the song as bombastic as um, a bumper in between commercials and stuff. Bombastic? Bombastic.
1: Bombastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it.
0: <laughs> and, um, and I saw when I saw what they had cut together, it's like thirty-five seconds of the song, which is a really long time for something on TV that's like a really good sync. Right. And um and it's all of these powerful, incredible women wow. just killing it at what they do. And that's what the song is about. Aww. You know, so when I saw it, when I saw the bit that they had edited together, I was just like crying i was i just couldn't handle it because it's exactly what i had seen in my head when i wrote the song you know that's what i wrote it for
1: well good for them for doing that they <laughs> yeah, understood so your grateful. vision yeah so when are we gonna be able to see this i mean at the world cup oh it's playing now oh wow yeah, and Incredible. it's playing it's playing through july on, is it on
0: youtube as well um yeah i think there's clips of it yeah i posted yeah. something on my uh socials too so you can check that out.
1: Yeah. cool very cool we're gonna have to make sure we get all your social channels because we want to keep in touch with you yeah so let's talk about like what do you consider your first big break Oh, um, hmm, my first big break. Well,
0: I signed a publishing deal, and that was like, well, I don't know. It's hard to say because I always think of my first album as a complete failure. But, and just like kind of a coming of age experience, so it was an education, yeah, exactly. Like that was like my equivalent of going to college <laughs> for music business, you know what I mean? Yeah, was that I just got to go live it and right. get thrown out there. It just so much better, yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. I think you you got to so, be hands on They can only totally like teach you win. so much in school, yeah, yeah, um, but as far as big breaks, I mean, my first hit was California Girls, yeah, and um i that happened it's it was kind of like all the stars aligned you know i was a broke struggling songwriter and you know i was didn't have hot water and didn't have a cell phone and was just the whole thing and Katy Perry and I were friends, and she was also a struggling songwriter, and we actually met at Wasteland on Mulrose, which is a vintage store where you can go and sell your clothes, so we were both, like, selling our clothes to try to just eat, oh and we goodness. met, and, but they're, like, very picky and snobby there, so they, like, reject your clothes, and you're just, like, standing there humiliated in front of a line of people, <laughs> and so we were both being rejected by Wasteland, and uh, <laughs> and she's like, oh, hey, you're Bonnie McKee, because my, my album had just come out when I was still on Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and we were fast friends, and, um, and then she took off and she... So you guys met there? Yeah. So we were already friends and we were like, I don't know, 18 years old. And, uh, you know, we would play shows together and stuff. and. So this is before she became mm-hmm. the Katy Perry. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I kiss the Girl, none of that existed mm-hmm. yet. Um, and then, you know, she went off and, and did one of the Boys, which is an incredible album I'm a big fan of. And she brought me in on Teenage Dream. And... Um, There was just some magic that happened on Teenage Dream where it was me, Katy Perry, Dr. Luke, and Max Martin, and we were just the dream team. It's just something happens when we get together, and we all kind of pull our weight and bring in our strengths, and I don't know, it works, and it's it's a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, so many hits from that beautiful thing. That's incredible. Well, you're such a smart businesswoman. Oh, thank you. You know, whether by choice or not, you've done a lot of things right. Thank you. (laughs) So I'm curious. I always ask this question of our guests. So when you you made your first real check, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody can think of this, but Mm -hmm. what did you spend? Did you buy anything interesting with your first real check? My first real check, I think I probably...
0: Paid my phone bill so I could get my cell phone turned on again. Um, I got a car because I didn't have a car. <laughs> uh, I think I paid my debts. I was in I was in trouble. <laughs> I was in a lot of financial turmoil. <laughs> Actually, that's very
1: smart. You pay, <laughs> This is these are the things I tell my clients. You got to pay off your debts first. So you yes. you're you're being very financially savvy.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I just wanted to be out of the red, you know. Um. And so and then I I moved out of my shithole apartment on Yucca. <laughs> And yucca, <laughs> And um and now I live in a house in the hills and that was like I remember you know, people say money can't buy you happiness or whatever, but I gotta say, like Makes moving life in- easier moving into a house where I felt safe and I had hot water and you know, I was I could eat and I could drive and I could talk on my phone. It definitely improved the quality of my life, and I and I felt like I could I could die happy knowing that I had made some kind of an impact on pop culture. Because before that, it was kind of like, oh God, like, am I ever going to do anything? Am I a joke? Is this am I wasting my time? Like, am I one of those people that like goes in auditions on American Idol and thinks they're amazing and they're the butt of everybody's joke? Like, what am I doing? Do I need to move back home? And then, you know, when it worked out, it was just like, oh, it was just such a relief. More than anything, I felt relief. Wow. That's
1: incredible. For someone so talented to say that, it just goes to show you that. It doesn't matter how talented you are; you have to go out and work it like yeah. you did. I mean, you worked hard. Yeah. Obviously, you had good opportunities, but you worked your tail off. Like you said, there was days that you didn't see daylight because you we were writing music. Absolutely, right? yeah. Uh-huh. And then people look at you and they say, "Wow, you know, Bonnie looks like she looks like a model. She's beautiful. She must have oh. had everything." And people probably put this stuff together, but no, you really worked your tail off. You're sweet. Thank to you to get here, right?
0: Yeah, and I'm still working. You know, it never stops. And um, I've just always felt like the moment that I feel safe is when I need to work even harder because it can go away so fast. And I've experienced that many times in my career. So, you know, I I never, never stop.
1: I never feel safe.
0: Nobody's safe in this industry. Yeah,
1: keep working. (laughs) So let's talk about a typical day in the life of Bonnie McKee. So what does it look like? Um, Well, I,
0: lately, I've been, I get up, I... Say my prayers, I do my tarot cards, I have a whole little thing that I do in the morning. I have my crystals. Oh, I brought my crystals with me, actually. <laughs> I yeah, love it. There we go. Okay. Oh, that's a nice one. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I usually go f- to a writing session and write a song. And then I lately I've been going to rehearsals, so it's been kind of a lot because I'm doing rehearsals and songwriting and then doing you know, keeping up with everything online and doing my socials and... Do you do social media yourself? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I, wow. I have... Uh, people that are helping me for sure with marketing strategies and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I post all of my own things and, um, and I see everything that every fan writes and I like every picture if I'm tagged in it. And cause that's so important to me that they know that I see them, you mm-hmm. know, cause
1: they're why I do it, you know? Yeah. And I, <laughs> th- th- you don't become just a machine. That's why I do my own social too. I mm-hmm. love that connection.
0: Yeah. So too. when people
1: say, Oh yeah, that's, I'm um, thank you so much for like, Liking me or connecting with me, I'm like, yes, thank you, absolutely. I'm so glad we were able to connect, and you yeah. actually recognize the names. Yeah, know? totally. Because yeah. they're giving time of their lives to connect with you. Yeah, totally. And I just, um, I just played a show for YouTube
0: where they rebuilt CBGBs, which was so cool. And they like, I think they flew in the old CBGB stage even, and um, and I did a performance for some lucky contest winners. It was like twenty kids, Aww. and. Seeing them and, like, recognizing them from the internet and knowing that they've been supporting me all along, it's, like, I don't know. It's amazing. It's, like, a dream come true. I really just appreciate it so much. Like, so much. Because, I i mean, to be honest, like, I live and die by other people's validation. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive and, you know, like, haters, whatever, I don't care. But, like, I just need to know that I'm helping people in some way and that there's a reason, that there's a point to it all, you know, because – What's the point if it's just for me? Like, what does that do for the world?
1: Right. You know? Right. Well, obviously your words mean something because you're actually reaching a lot of people. You've seen that from your work. Mm-hmm. And then today, the news about your album shows that as well. So people are just excited for this. <laughs> Thank you. You know, this is really, really good. Well, let me ask you this. So I've, I've asked a couple other artists this. Your dream collaboration, who would you love to work with?
0: Oh, man, there's a lot of people. I, I'd love to work with Bruno Mars. I'm such a huge fan. He's such an exciting performer and incredible songwriter. And I know he does a lot of it himself, so, like, he doesn't need me at all. But, like, I would just love to be a fly on the wall. He seems so nice to you. Yeah, yeah, and he is. He's a, he's always been sweet to me when I've met him. And also Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. Um, and, again, she's another artist that's just fine on her own. She doesn't need the help, you know, but I would love to, like, everybody, meet minds know, with her.
1: Everybody needs people, believe it or not, you know? Yeah, of course, of yeah. course.
0: But, I mean, I think she is – she's the brain behind it. You know, she's definitely not a puppet. <laughs> yeah. And um, she's really brilliant. She's a really brilliant artist and also an incredible musician. I mean, yeah. you don't see that every day where
1: someone can write, sing, dance. Perform. perform, And, like, totally, like, she understands her brand, you yes. know. <laughs> she is her. She oozes everything. But I would say the same thing about you. When you walked in, you just had that presence. Oh, thank like, you. <laughs> Like you just knew your like when you walked in, there was no escaping that you were Bonnie McKee. Oh,
0: you're so sweet. Thank it's you. true
1: though. I mean, and I think that comes with age, experience, and talent, mm. and knowing yourself and knowing yourself well. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. But I, I love that that you're not just a singer, but you're a performer, mm-hmm. and you're and it's interesting to hear you say that. Just how much feeling goes into every word that you write, right? Absolutely. And every yeah. every note that you sing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, maybe we could tease you. Maybe you could tease us a little bit and sing a couple lines for us from your album.
0: Oh, boy. Um, Okay, so this is a little piece of Wasted Youth, um, which is one of my favorite songs on the EP. It goes, Hold on, hold on to your wasted youth. Hang on. Hang on, because it's gone so soon, so let's get it while
1: we're young. Oh, my goodness. Oh, got goosebumps everywhere, Kevin, too. (laughs) Everyone's, like, shaking. Wow, incredible. Thank you. Sound like you came. Wow, that's incredible. No wonder. Like, I'm, like, speechless right now.
0: (laughs) Just two lines. Come on now.
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, wow. Holy incredible. I didn't know about you, but I'm surprised I haven't bought this album yet. We get it. Everybody in this room, we're buying this album. This yes. Incredible. Thank you. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> Let me ask you this. I'd love to talk about some of the songs on your EP. Can you can we get some information on that? Give us some inspiration, like your favorite song on the album. Um, I think my favorite
0: is. Oh, I mean, I love bombastic. That's really kind of my "fuck you" song. Uh Um, I wrote it when I was (laughs) when I was in a really frustrated place. You know, I had been dropped by Epic, and I kind of had. I was at a crossroads, and I Uh needed to sit down and look at myself, an artist, as an artist, and pissed off music. Yeah, exactly. And it was just kind of a. It was a reminder that I'm a boss, and. I hope that I can inspire other people to remember that as well. Yeah. Um, We all had
1: those crappy days.
0: Yeah. And to just remember that it doesn't matter what what other people think and that, you know, as long as you believe that really anything is possible. And I know that sounds very cliche, but... It's so
1: true. It's all, it's all it mental, is. you know. It's all <laughs> mental. It's a song you play when you're putting on your makeup in the morning. That's right. Right. That's right. And you need to like fill your funk. Yep. Right? When you're when you're getting hyped, to get out there and mm-hmm. you know show them who's boss. That's right. <laughs> so that's your boss song. Uh huh. Yeah. I love it. Okay. What else? We, so they're not all angry songs. What else we no. got? Um, Wasted youth
0: is about um, kind of seizing the moment, and okay. you know I know we've heard a lot of that in pop music, but um, it's a very nostalgic kind of. A uh, classic song. It's very American. I think my songwriting is considered very American. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It sounds like it belongs in a John Hughes movie or something. Oh, wow. So I love that one. And then um, there's a song called I Want It All that's really near and dear to my heart. Um, and it's about – it sounds like it's a love song, but it's actually – kind of a song to the fans, and, you know, the first line is, I would make a deal with the devil, turn my heart into metal, just to get to you. I would cut like a razor, sun and blood on the paper, just to get to you, and it's really about selling my soul for rock and roll. That's pretty deep. And how I would do anything to get to
1: my fans. It gave me chills, too.
0: (laughs) It's real. It's real. And, you know, when I hear it, and I don't know, I think people just think of it as a party song, but, like, that song is really really deep to me and because that's my whole existence from the time i wake up in the morning to the time i go to sleep i'm just obsessed it's it's all i think about all you think
1: about is writing a song to reach yeah your fans is to reach people and get people to react and feel good yeah
0: and that's how i connect with people because you know i'm kind of a weirdo and i'm kind of like isolated in what i do and so the way that i connect with people is through music and that's what that song is really about me
1: that's very cool yeah okay so what else we got
0: and then there's one more song one more song called easy and uh <laughs> that's a funny one i put i put it on the ep because my friends reacted to it so much um it's probably the most pop traditional pop song um oh, but it's, it's a fun one yeah and it's uh well it's very like 80s feeling mm-hmm. the whole thing has kind of an 80s vibe um but it's about <laughs> it's about a rebound. Uh, <laughs> that kind of went a little too far. So, um, I don't know, it was sort of a, a plea for just something simple.
1: But that's fun, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, very cool. How did you name the album? Um, well, it's it's named after Bombastic,
0: the lead single. And um, I don't know, it was just a word that I heard being thrown around, and everyone's like, oh, like... Do you even know what that means? I'm like, yeah. It means, like, cocky and kind of arrogant and kind of flamboyant and over the top. Yeah, and kind of just, you know, over the top. And that's. I think the rest of the lyric reflects that. Um, It's sort of a rah-rah cheerleader song, too. It's just about, like, getting out there and, you know, winning. Yeah. And that's what a lot of life is about. You that's know? like perfect timing. I can see this music being played at the Olympics. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly what I had in mind. Yeah. So when I got the Women's World Cup thing, I was just like, like oh, Ooh. my God, this is exactly what I saw in my head, you know, stadiums. Yeah. Like I want to just see people like celebrating and like, ah, you know, yeah, just like yeah, freaking yeah. out to it. I don't know if you've seen the video, but um, it's yes. a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, that was a it's lot fun, of fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun to make. It was the most fun I've ever had making a music video, <laughs> um, and it was one of those moments where I was like, "Fuck it," you know. I'm I'm my own boss. I'm my own label, and I don't have to go through you know the corporate overlord filter. So I can just Which put so out whatever much I want. Better, yeah, it's so much fun. So, um, yeah, so check out that video because I'm real proud of it.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, we will definitely. Well, on that note, let's talk about like how do we f- keep in touch with you and we can because we're. I I know there's going to be a tour coming. So how do we follow you and 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 make sure that we don't miss any piece of Bonnie McKee? Well, it's just
0: my name at all of them. So oh, okay. it's at Bonnie McKee on Instagram, at Bonnie McKee on Twitter. And Bonnie McKee on Facebook. Real simple. Just keep it real simple for you. Love it. (laughs) Love it. And which
1: one are you on all the time?
0: Um, I'm... All three, actually. I'm pretty active. I do love Instagram. I post a lot of fun pictures and stuff and videos. Um, but I do a lot of stuff on Twitter
1: as well. So either one, Oh, yeah. come say hi. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, with that, we definitely will. And I'll make sure to follow you on all channels. And those of you who want to follow me, too, I'm extremely active on those as well. But mostly on Twitter. And that's Sun Group WP for me. And we'll make sure to post all of Bonnie's uh, handles on the site as well so you can follow her there but with that thank you so much Bonnie for being on the show you are one incredible lady oh
0: thank you thanks for having me it's an honor yay
1: I'm so excited and today you can go out and buy her album right away so Bonnie before we let you go real quick where do we get your album you can
0: go on iTunes it's just called bombastic and uh, I hope you enjoy for your listening pleasure yay (laughs) thank you thanks talk to you next time okay